0: Hello, welcome to Barely Legal Comedy Podcast. I'm Alex Goldman, he's Chris Keogh, he's a barrister, I've got a law degree with both comedians. Well, hello everybody. Ooh, I sound ever so slightly bunged up, but just you wait if you think I'm bad.
1: Keogh? <laughs> hello everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, this it's like um, sort of you know those two old guys in the Muppets. Stack yes, that were a mold off. I sort of Feel feel like them, but you know, like the Beechams puppets version. Of, yeah, I don't know. So I don't, I, my brain's not working properly. I'm that bored. No, you know, I've been you know. ill for
0: about two weeks, but not ill like ill ill. Yeah. I've still coped. But And you've been exactly the same, and so we haven't done anything for ages and it feels bad, so we've really made the effort today, but we sat on your settee, yeah. just like two old, <laughs> fatigued, tired, <Yeah>. just <laughs> brain-not-working kind of people. We've just talked for about half an hour about nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> about, about all of our various sort of, oh, so I did this thing the other day and... Um, yeah, I didn't really feel anything yeah, about yeah.
0: it. You know? I think I've, I've told three people so far today, you, Lisa, and the postman, that I couldn't get in my car because the door was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's reacted like I thought, like it was the greatest story they'd ever heard. People, wow, were, that's an anecdotal yeah. relay to people. People were really bored, and I was going to start the podcast with it. So um, I think we should just get into it. It's been so long. Your last episode was... Uh, about was a refugee special where you were telling yeah. us um, what? How do you define the a, definition refugee. Of a refugee? Yeah, yeah. Who is a refugee? Who isn't a refugee? What are immigrants? There is no such thing as an illegal immigrant. And well, well, there is. There's no such thing as an illegal asylum seeker. Yeah, that was it. When or until you've proven that
1: they're not. So when when they're com- somebody's coming in illegally. Yeah. So so. Yeah, the, the can well it's interesting you say this because actually I the, the home secretary should listen to this podcast because she doesn't appear to <laughs> know because she get a car this morning <laughs> as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she also has issues with her car door being frozen and she would be able to maybe empathize if that's possible. Yes. I don't think I don't think she, she's physically capable of empathizing with, oh, with I don't people. know.
0: I don't know because the the home secretary at least cuz I was going to do a joke about frost and snow being white. So she probably would empathise, but in a very cunning way. The last two Home Secretaries haven't been white, have they? No, no, they've been. So it, yeah. So it been
1: pretty Patel and then Swalla yeah. Raman. Yeah, and it's, oh, not actually. And then was it the wasn't for like a week.
0: Oh yes. Was it? Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: Who was it then? I can't remember. I can't who it was remember. Then. They probably just did it. It might have been. Was it you? Were you the whole I, I, could for a while? I could have been I could have been. I couldn't
0: get there because I couldn't get in my bloody car. But um, so it's kind of like it's a great tactic really to go, how could we be racist? Yeah. Um, but stuff's happened in the last few weeks around this. And the there's been sort of changes, haven't there, in Kent with some of the
1: places that they've been housing so that, people. Is it Manston? Was the which was the, the, the is that not in Kent? Where is that? Y- yeah, is I think Kent? that is. Yeah, that that was the one that was. Sort of infamous about a month ago. Yes. Um. With with everyone being, uh, you know, it's like sort of it was basically a, a concentration camp in essence. Is yes. what it was. Um. And that's been closed now, hasn't it? And people have been moved elsewhere. I mean, I'm not sure where they've been moved to, but uh, I assume somewhere slightly better than that, but not too much better, <laughs> based on you know. That I it's only a year ago that there was they were putting them in old barracks that weren't fit for habitation yeah um, and there were outbreaks of Victorian diseases there as well yes so, well you know, that's what happened this time wasn't it and somebody's somebody died right okay
0: somebody died in the last two or three weeks in or because they discovered again I think dysentery yeah. and there was an outbreak of dysentery and a man died right he was in there yeah. and he had dysentery now whether he he came over with dysentery and it wasn't treated, discovered and he spread it or whether he got it there, that's not clear yet. But there are criminal investigations underway. So I think this is why there was a big rally round about two or three weeks ago. Right, okay. Just to check um, just how bad it, it was. And people were saying, people have been saying it's bad for ages and then other people obviously, the, Farage gets the more... Publicity
1: for saying they've got like living the life of Riley, but um, yeah, well, that's it. They they all think that they sort of you know, when they say, Oh, they're living in a hotel, they are, you know, when they go, Oh, the people, like the most disingenuous argument I heard were from. Uh, people that are arguing, that, you know, when, when the criticism of this Rwanda scheme, which is still something they're planning on doing the government, you know, to be fair, despite the fact that we've already debunked it as being a stupid idea. Well, it's not possible, it's not possible, is it? They've already
0: looked into this 10, 15 years yeah, ago. exactly. And already gone, it's absolutely, you'd be spending something like 85,000... Pounds per person just
1: to send them, yeah. rather than so much cheaper to do it here. So none yeah. of it makes sense. It's much sense. cheaper just to process their asylum claims here and then decide whether they stay or not. You know, yes. that's literally the cheapest thing. But yeah, it was yeah um, when 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 they said I can't remember I was going to make what point I was going to make about the Rwanda fires. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I, was, I had I set off then going and uh, what this is the thing about having a cold. It's like I can't think straight anymore. I oh, want Nurofen. Oh, I tell
0: you what, I've been taking as well CBD oil. Oh, all right, yeah, yeah. Well, it worked really well for the first few weeks because it's like the extracts from marijuana plants that's not got the THC in, so it's got no psychoactive properties. So you can buy it in Holland and Barrett. It's not like it's anything. But, it, oh, my God, it was great for about a month. But now I'm just tired all the time, but I don't think it's that. No, I'm, I'm a lot calmer than I was. Yeah. But, um, and it's taken away the, my aching shoulder. But also, I, I do feel a little brain foggy, so brain foggy. We are gonna. Like, s- character we are last screwed. Of the summer <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're screwed today. If your
1: if your brain's not working, mine's not been working for <laughs> no, years. No, no, it's yeah, it's slightly disconcerting. Although I was at a gig last night, and literally every other person there was saying the exact same. Yeah, thing as the, it's just the time of year, the time isn't of it? Yeah, and you know, everyone's sort of low level ill to some degree, you know, and it's yeah. I'm not annoying. ill. Ill. That's
0: the other annoying thing. If this was summer, I'd be trotting round. But because it's so cold, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be. Yeah. That
1: yeah. and, and well, your energy levels dropped, don't they? That was the point I was making about about Rwanda. Is like the the dis, most disingenuous argument. Sorry. Was when people were going. Well, I, I, I don't see why you're all criticising Rwanda as a place to go. It's very sort of racist. This argument. Rwanda is a lovely place. I went there on my honeymoon. Was like, <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't think. That these people that are going there, you know, forcibly as asylum seekers, are going to be taking on excursions up the mountains to see the gorillas and <laughs> things India. like that. Are they? You know, <laughs> oh, it's you know it's the same argument as like going well, oh, what's wrong with France? I was like, but they're not all going to Disneyland, no, no they're not no, in no, camps they're, there. They're, you know, they're so. not in Nice, are they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, should, we, should we go to Le Mans and then perhaps we'll take <laughs> in a <laughs> film festival. Yeah. We'll go back up north and for fashion week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous, the arguments that people come out with. <laughs> so, so yeah, so it's all, it's it's well, interestingly though, like I say, there has been a report, so since we, we were last... Um, talking about this subject about a month ago, um, there has been effectively a report, well two reports, one sort of criticising the other. So the the CPS not the Crown Prosecution Service, but um, a, a think tank called the Centre for Policy Studies you know, that sounds they, like a why, made up
0: Why would they give themselves the
1: Initialization of CPS, I think, so that they can pretend that it's got more so that in passing validity. Are, but the CPS, the CPS said that, said oh, right. said that. yeah, mm, of course. It must be legal, then that yeah. must be right, you know. We should come up with like a UNICEF, like,
0: well, it's just it's not an, it's partridge, isn't it? It's not an acronym, it's an initialization, <laughs> but UNICEF. But then to just do the most horrible. Podcasting, yeah yeah it's like seal club is coming up and being like that peter is the, do you know what i mean it feels a bit
1: yeah yeah yeah. like sneaky it's a sneaky little it is it is is a little tactic because you then read it and he goes today's so if you were just skimming this you would say notably today's new report by the cps yeah has a forward written by and you think all right what the cps saying legally valid yeah yeah the cps is saying that um uh what there should be indefinite detention of all asylum seekers who went to the UK illegally. <laughs> really? Wow. You know, whoa, That's that's amazing. Right. Like, so this is so this report, right? So this is what the report says. No, if this was just a report done by some sort of right wing sort of think tank thing, then fair enough. But what makes it more concerning is that Suella Bravman, <laughs> um, who we mentioned, pre, you know, uh, just a few moments ago, the Home Secretary. She wrote the foreword to it. Wow. So she's effectively endorsed this think tank, uh, this report by this think tank, by, this, by the CPS. by but, and, and, you know, the Centre for Policy Studies sounds like an absolutely made-up yeah. organisation. I mean, it's vague but. enough, though, to sound like
0: it's got some authority, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah. It's kind of, again, it's another little well, sneaky tactic.
1: Very clever. Yeah. But that, that was... So the report was authored by Nick Timothy, and it's Nick Timothy... Is one of these guys on Twitter who's always wrong about everything, right? <laughs> you know, like, so but he was chief of staff at Downing Street during Theresa May's um, premiership, so right? She was okay. the prime minister, and is a the good old former. days of Theresa May, those good old like left-wing yeah, yeah. days. I, yeah, I mean, she was awful as well. She you was, know what I mean, she was the one who sent did, around the immigrants yeah. go home, yeah, was not she? she yes, yes, she sent fans round right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. big
1: billboard, terrible. Vans. Right, like, so, so yeah, she... we,
0: there was a loudspeaker, it was essentially yeah, a bit yeah. like the free sweet child catcher, yeah, even, yeah.
1: but yeah. not thought through, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, should have, like, they should have done it like a bit more like a child catcher kind of vibe think? free, free pizza, <laughs> 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 Whoa.
1: you just have to prove that you don't have a passport. <laughs> hey, <that's us. laughs> Yeah, so so, but yeah, so Nick Timothy, who you know, therefore is very much embedded within government and the Home Office, Mm. he authored this report. So he he's part of that whole sort of merry-go-round between government and think tank and all that. And Mm. you know what you hear, you'll hear Tufnell Street mentioned, and that and that's part or Tufton Street, not (laughs) like Phil Tufnell there. But I know Tufton Street. That's literally where they are physically based. All these think what's these think tanks? So a referral to Tufton Street is a referral to this type of right-wing thing it right. of thing. And, it, you know, and it's it's never seems,
0: yeah, it never seems like, it just feels like a tactic of, again, of going, look how busy we are, look how thorough and how well we're thinking this through. And then six weeks later, you get a report that's like instantly discredited and is useless. Yeah, yeah. And by then the people have moved on because it's yeah. not a new story anymore. They're yeah, currently exactly. worried about not being able to put the heating on yeah. or whatever else is happening this week.
1: Quite so. It's apparently a hundred. It's a one hundred and fifteen page report, um, effectively um, suggesting, making suggestions, their proposals about how to deal with, you know, if refugees and, and asylum seekers right. and, and cross channel, you know, like these like not cross channel ferries but these like small boat crossings yes. and, and, and so on, you know, all of those issues. Um and the, and it makes these so it makes some proposals. So it, I'm not gonna I'm not suggesting that anyone should read this report. Um, but there is a there is a press release basically, so it is it has been in the paper, um, and it sums up the report's main proposals as, as including um, the following. And like when I use the word illegally here, that's verbatim from the report. Right. Okay, so it says um, so they recommend, as I said before, indefinite detention of all asylum seekers who enter the UK illegally. Okay. Indefinite detention, but like So first, where in prison? Exactly. Well, prison or camps or hotel, or de- you know, detained. Yeah. So in in some no no, if like I said, I've used this, I, I mentioned it before. But if you concentrate people in an area for an indefinite period of time, you know, then uh, that's called a concentration yeah, yeah, camp, yeah, yeah. isn't it? You know, so what they're suggesting is is effectively these people are interned, like like people would have been during the war. And there is you know, there's a long history of this. Let's not think there was some sort of halcyon days where we were a free society. You know. I've started reading a book recently called *The Passenger*, which is written by I forget his name now, but the writer Iggy was a, was a young German. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would be awesome. If it was. It was. It was only published in 2018, but it was written in like the late 30s um, by a a German Jewish, a young German Jewish man who, effectively saw what was happening, left Germany, went to Sweden, ended up in London, ended up in England, and then when the war started even though he was a Jewish refugee from Nazi Germany, he was interred on the Isle of Man in a camp alongside Nazis and people like that. Oh, Christ. Everyone was interred. Like, you know, there's people that we know from the comedy circuit who, I, who I've spoken to, whose ancestors came over as Jewish refugees yeah. and ended up being interred. So it was, you know, we weren't, we just like, we, had, we, we kicked, you know, we, we weren't particularly fair with how with these people. And ultimately, he was transported to Australia, this guy. Wow. Even though he was a refugee, He was taken to Australia. Pretty sweet, that. And then, well, I don't think it was because he was there in a camp. And then, in 1943, I think, when there was a requirement probably for more people, they decided that they could let the refugees out. And and so he then to come back and work, back and work, work and replace people. So he came. He was then on a boat coming back from um, Australia, which was torpedoed by the a German (laughs) U boat, and he died. Oh my god! How did he finish this book then? No, he'd already written the book before. Though. Oh, okay. And then it was, it was in manuscript form, and then we that last chapter. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yes, I can see it coming through the water. Finally, anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, and he was 27 when he died. It was like it was like oh, really, really, really sad. You know what I mean? So let's not pretend there was this glorious past. You know what I mean? Like that we were welcome you
0: know, Jews from yeah.
1: Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, that just seemed really. Um,
0: almost evil doesn't it so you're escaping people who are are killing you so then they get here and you just put them in
1: prison with those Yeah, yeah, yeah you're escaping people who want to put you in camp so what we will do is we will put you in a camp with With, those people yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah perfect Um, I'm not saying it probably wasn't better than being sent to a... Well, it would have been better than being in a Polish one, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. But still, it wasn't particularly great. So anyway, so we've got a history of this kind of shit, is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? So indefinite detention of all asylum seekers who went to the UK illegally. Rapid offshoring to Rwanda for all asylum seekers who went to the UK illegally, plus further agreements with other countries to supplement the Rwanda deal. Whoa. Rwanda
0: are big on this. I was doing some writing yesterday about... Certain African countries, and I only skimmed this because someone else had already written it. Um, but they're doing it for other countries the, as well. The other it? deal with Israel, I think, yeah, and which, they, which failed, but which didn't work. Well, it's just know? none of it, it just is almost it's unviable, absolutely not. It doesn't make any
1: financial sense, even, any even of it. with it, even on its own terms, ignoring. The ethics and all that of it, yes. it's just a bad idea. Just of itself, it can't work yeah, because
0: yeah. it's too expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's like going, there's not enough uh, hospital beds, so let's have individual hospital pods under the sea, or <laughs> in, you know what I mean? Then you go. Well, How much <laughs> is this going to cost? Doesn't matter. You're not listening to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why are you against these under the sea pods? Because <laughs> it costs hundred thousand pounds a day. A,
1: that should be our off our under the sea pods. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, that could be good, wouldn't it? Steve Zizou. Steve. I might watch that too this week. I never, I've not seen it for years.
0: Well, he's one of my favourites, Wes Anderson. But that was one of my least favourites. Oh, his, right. but maybe I just was in a bad mood when yeah, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You have to be in the mood for them, don't you? Yeah, and the mood's got to be like, you have got to be in the kind of. <laughs>
1: what do you want? I don't know. You know that kind of. It's like an almost like a. I like, um, the, I like the music from it because it's got uh, it's by Seu George, the Brazilian musician, right? Okay. Who plays the crew member who's just playing like Portuguese, sort of like Brazilian you know, yeah. samba versions of David Bowie songs, which is cool. Uh, but not samba another... like bossa nova versions. Yeah, yeah. I like bossa over
0: actually. Yeah. I need to. Uh, I need to give it another try.
1: I think yes but i'll have to wait Say what, we'll both watch it before the next one and then we'll do and um, we'll spin off into being a film podcast yes. more people <laughs> will probably be interested in that kind of thing <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah we do need to spin off we need to spin off into some
1: funner because <laughs> <Right laughs> I just leave sad <laughs> just kind of it's Yeah, like, oh, my day started I wish not wish able to get into the car yeah. and I didn't realise that
0: was going to be a highlight what yeah. happened well yeah because it's always I mean obviously it was always going to be wasn't it but it's always somebody dies somebody's murdered somebody's yeah. this somebody's that and now it's just huge groups of people are now in concentration
1: <laughs> yeah. meanwhile I could be watching Tenable yeah, instead of this yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, well, anyway, but it's the, you listen to this untenable crap that the <laughs> government are coming out with. So there's those two. So there's, then there's another one, uh, another suggestion was that there would be new laws making it impossible to claim asylum in the UK after travelling from a safe country and barring migrants who enter the country illegally from ever settling in Britain. Right, okay. I mean, I, I'll, I'll have a, another quick look through this about the, how silly all these proposals are. Um, changes to human rights laws to allow detention and offshoring, including, if necessary, Britain's withdrawal from the European Convention on Human Rights. That's a bit of an end game for them. So that'll affect all of us then, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then all future grants of asylum to be made through resettlement routes and a statutory cap, no more than 20,000 per year. Now, on the numbers coming to Britain through resettlement routes. Right, That's the, and then the last one, a reformed modern slavery act, tightening criteria and evidential thresholds, limiting appeals and allowing exclusions for whole nationalities where there is widespread abuse. So right. so that all of that, right, from a legal perspective, well, from a moral perspective, it's abhorrent, I think, but from a legal perspective, it's just full of absolute nightmare scenarios yeah. about how to interpret and how to implement these things. And that should just be, that is like some crank in a pub banging on so about what he what would we do. Should do. What we should do. He's like shoot them all in the channel. you like it's not it's not yeah. far off that kind of. No, bolus, it's not you know far mean? off that. So, so when he said banning
0: people who've come from safe countries,
1: does that mean
0: as I think it does, not that you fled Chad in Central Africa because you're going to be murdered? And you does it mean if you've originally gone to Chad and then you've gone through? most of Europe, and then you leave from France? Does it mean that? If you... That's literally what they mean. So, so that argument, so like, they not coming can... from a
1: safe country. Yeah.
0: So, so, yeah. So, unless... so in Iran or Syria or wherever you are... In theory, the first... Unless you can get on a plane yeah. and fly straight to Britain, yeah. you
1: can't come from a safe country. Yeah. No, and no, right, I sort of wouldn't have an issue with some of these things if there were safe routes available. You know, what I mean, if they were like, actually, you've got lots of there are lots of ways for you to claim asylum in the UK and for you to get here that are completely safe that don't involve you having to go to criminal some gangs, some bloke who yeah. who said I'll sort you out with getting over there, who turns out to be a gangster. You know, what I mean, yeah, if, 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 they, if they, these routes were available, then that I think I think you would be in a, a, on more safe territory, morally, ethically, and legally to say, actually, you're you're. Anyone who's not taking up one of our many generous offers and in clearly is doing it for nefarious reasons. And we will treat those as people that are trying to subvert the system. And, and, you know, and, you know, it's probably safer to, you know, it's you're on firmer ground making that argument. if that was the case. But the fact is, there are no safe routes in all this stuff. But we have these these, this idea of like through resettlement routes. And all that's like what they introduced for Afghani, you know, for. When uh, we pulled out of Afghanistan, yes, and then, I think there's been like four people recently. It's been, you know, what I mean, like, it, it's been poor. The the upset. oh, it's been and awful. It's, it's been awful. Been, like, it was absolutely gonna terrible. We're going to have and and then to put a cap on it, just like an arbitrary figure of twenty thousand or whatever. Again, that isn't the, that's not right. None of this stands up to the the the, the legalities of the situation. Which no, everyone has a right to claim asylum. You can't go. Everyone has a right to claim asylum. But sorry, Mister Twenty Thousand and One you can't claim asylum because yeah, exactly. too many people have come in already. So but I it, worked
0: as an interpreter for the British Army.
1: It does not matter. Sorry. Quotas have been Stop. met. And some of that quota was taken up by the pets <laughs> of some of the
0: British people. Like, it worked exactly. enough. It's just... Exactly. Yeah, That was that was absolutely scandalous and shameful and embarrassing and... However, right-wing you are, then surely that goes hand in hand with supporting a military occupation of another country. Yeah. and anyone that's helped you, I mean, my God, what would what would they do to an interpreter that from an Afghani? Say you, two speaking guide of a British unit, and then they leave, and you're still there. What do? You, yeah, what's gonna happen to him yeah. and his family? Exactly. Exactly, and you and, know exactly the worst, worst thing country, you can we've just think. washed our hands of it. Yeah, really. we have just it's went no.
1: And 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 this is the thing is that so so we've got a track record of failing to deliver on these things anyway. You know what I mean? So yes, like so all of these things, though, a lot of them are just pie in the sky, um, and would require massive sort of legislative, um, you know, changes almost bordering on constitutional changes. You know what I mean? So if, if you're talking about well, what we'll do, we'll we'll change human rights law to allow this. If, if human rights aren't universal, then they're not human rights. Is the point? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So they've got to so, so they've got to apply or disapply to everyone. So basically, if you're if if I mean all of our listeners are lovely people, obviously, so they're they're not going to be thinking hmm. on these lines. But I know one or two people who would probably go, "Well, I'd be happy to get rid of human rights to so stop these bloody foreigners coming in over here." Yeah, they're happy to throw the baby out with the bathwater. The same, same human like, rights well, during COVID that meant you couldn't visit your yeah, family yeah. or exactly. leave your house. Exactly. And the house. same people complained about that then. And it's like, well, let's let's see how happy you will be to to get rid of these human rights if a government comes in that is you know ideologically opposed to, to you, you know, as a yeah, yeah. as a person or, or, or to the group that you're a member of. You know what I mean? So you know, be mindful, you know, be wary of what you wish for is, is the thing here. Yeah. But there obviously, there wouldn't be any strikes. No, no, that's exactly. for sure. But yeah, then
0: yeah. you would waive a lot of your well. All already, the trains would be
1: on time, but where are they going? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no <Nowhere laughs> to go because no one can get on them, yeah. or else yeah. they're going they're to going these to... camps. Exactly. It'd be awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it would be absolutely. But it's not just us that are criticising this. So the UNHCR, which is the UN refugee body, like the, the sort of you know the that body that in the UN that looks after them. I can't remember the title of the name. No, so it's yeah, part so of no. the United Nations. You know, it's part of the United Nations. So it's the, uh, that the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, basically. Yeah. Um. They have effectively m- been moved to um, to respond to this report but because the government have effectively, of uh, in essence, endorsed it by the Home Secretary doing the forward to it. Um, But, you know, uh, uh, countering it by saying that everybody, you know, and what Vicky Tennant um, says on behalf of the UNHCR is that everybody has the right to seek asylum from persecution in another country and there is no such thing as an illegal asylum seeker, which is what we said last time Mm. and earlier in this episode. The indefinite detention of those seeking asylum based solely on their mode of arrival would punish people in need of help and protection and constitute a clear breach of the United Kingdom's obligations under the 1951 Refugee Convention. So it put, United, it put the UK in breach of, of, um, of international law. And a blanket ban on claiming asylum in the UK for those arriving on small boats would also breach the Refugee Convention, if this results in refugees having no means to establish their status and places them at risk of enforced return to their own countries. Resettlement is a comp- a complementary system. It cannot replace obligations under the inter- under international law to provide access to asylum. So basically, all of that plan is illegal in essence. Yeah, everything. Every single thing is illegal, and we would have to withdraw from all sorts of conventions that we we were the authors of yeah. after the Second World War. We we would have to you know we would have to withdraw from all of those, and effectively become. A pariah state like Russia or North Korea or something, you know, yeah, like yeah. We, we we would we would be we that that would be the sort of company we'd be keeping. And that's gonna be, that's not very <laughs> global Britain, which we keep <laughs> even talking about. <laughs> I think know. the first clue is Rwanda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kinda... Yeah, so so it's all it's all it, it's a big sort of farce. But like I said, one of the reasons why I talked about refugee law last time is that this is gonna keep coming around. You know what I mean? people don't know where refugees are, they don't know the difference, they don't. Or, or they're willfully ignorant to mm. that to that fact, which is why uh, why we did that. So, I mean, can you remember what, um, I don't know whether well we've got time to, to We've do got that. about 3% on the battery of this. Right, okay. What we'll do is like, so maybe we'll leave that there for now then, because um, I can go into, it's, the, the next bit isn't really um, necessary to, to be tied into that report. Right. But I thought this would be a good, I thought it's worth mentioning uh, that report to sort of show the direction of trouble that the government are clearly wanting to take. Um, and also... It's been obvious, this, isn't it? But this just... Yeah. This neatly ties it up into a document, into a think tank yes, document. Yes, exa- exactly. It's all there. It's just... A, there's two documents, one saying this, another one from... I, and I, th- I think, on balance, I would be more inclined to agree with the UN, um, the, you know, the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, than some think tank, you know, some made up think that, that's, tank that's been that's you know chaired by a, a bloke who's wrong about everything on Twitter. <laughs> you know, like I reckon, I reckon the UN have more of have more authority um, yeah. to to speak about things like this than than Twitter uh, Twitter guy. To be honest with you, <laughs> so so that that's where I'm thinking. So it, it's it's part of a wider issue. This is the issue. Like legally, it's part of a wider concern that you know that i have a wider there's a wider pattern here of the uk moving towards more authoritarian um, legal systems you know like a lot of that is that if they're willing to breach international law then that shows that the rule of law isn't as important to them as they like to pretend that it is yeah you know what i mean the rule of law has to has to be universal and has to be well it's been lots, be lots all of examples of, there's the lots examples of that. that lots you know look at how they're treating with you know and and what happens is is that you, you get like the government saying, oh, we well, need to crack down these protesters. And then the opposition go, uh, oh, that seems to be popular with mm. red wall voters or whoever it is, that f- this fictitious group of people that seems to think that they need to argue over. Let, let's go with that and then support that. And then that becomes almost like, well, this is a thing that we need to do. So like I said, the big issue with like refugees and, and with immigration is that the debate about whether it seems to be an accepted fact that immigration is bad per se when it isn't. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and most people, if they actually thought about it properly, would concur that immigration is something that always, has always gone on, has had huge benefits for every country where it's occurred. Um, and the real failing in all of this, really, is at the outset of allowing the xenophobes and racists and one-nation nationalists to effectively define the terms of the, of the entire debate from, the, from that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, it, and it, they should have fought harder at that stage. To, to say no actually there are lots of good things about immigration it is a, is a it is a a net benefit to the country yeah not to the country but to the world people mixing ideas <coughs> I think is a good thing but they've they've failed to do that and that's why we are where we are arguing around the margins of all this and not addressing the central issue hmm.